Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's been one of those weeks. It is Friday, the 26th of November. This is episode 47. After this one, three left until we check out for the year. This is the Black News Network. I'm Lesroy Hanley. Hi. How you doing? Oh, we're back and we're back in the room. Hey, anyway, I'm just looking at what's going on here. Yes, it's me. I'm just checking the script. Uh, it's been one of those weeks, usually. Uh, the, uh, the Black News Network podcast drops early. Early hours, five, literally five minutes past midnight on a Friday, but it's technically just gone 8 30 i'll tell you i'm recording it as live but it, it'll go out about 10 past quarter past nine uh this is Leslie Hanley. this is the black news network so it's been a, it's been a weird week for me so usually lack of i don't know is it lack of discipline or just not getting the work done but hey it's still friday and we're in the house anyway i've got quite a bit to talk to you about uh we are going to talk about political correctness and the term is political correctness and not woke. I'll get back to that in a bit. Uh, part two of the Nationality and Borders Bill. Uh, I'm going to look at a bit of entertainment as well. I'm going to start with entertainment. So I think we'll start with something light before we get into the heavy. So I'll be back in a minute. Earlier in the week, saw the American Music Awards, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what the the problem is with the British broadcasters, but for the last year, possibly the last two years, it is very rare now that uh, the British television broadcasters uh, license or buy or license the rights or, or yeah, license the rights to air any of the music shows we don't get the grammys anymore we don't get the amas anyway this year not so much it was uh, the theme was boy bands i'm not into bts so the korean pop group i know lots of young people aren't really popular but 
they did a bit of a flashback, a lot of flashback, but they had like a rewind on it and went back because the American Music Awards has been around for quite some time. I think it's about 1973, memory serves me. Put together by Dick Clark, a bit of Google business there. But no, they went back to the late 80s, early 90s, especially 1990, 91, where New Kids on the Block were huge. And at the American Music Awards at the start of the week, you had New Kids on the Block and New Edition performed together. I know they might be doing, they're doing a mixtape tour together in the States. I think it's time to lobby to get them over here early next year or whatever. Uh, yes, uh, thanks to the power of people bootlegging the con- the footage on YouTube, we got to watch New Edition and New Kids on the Block, and they stole the show. They were trending. I have, for a long time, campaigned for a music show to be shown on terrestrial TV or mainstream TV, whatever you want to call it, where we have videos of up-to-date acts and old acts and just music and entertainment, because... They've not been on screen for years, New Kids on the Block and New Edition, and they trended, went viral across the world. And why is that? Because people like good music. I don't understand the television industry, especially in in the UK, where there's virtually no music shows on TV anymore. It's such a travesty. They show all these crappy quiz shows like Tipping Point and all that nonsense but won't show any music shows or show the music award shows. And me personally, I don't like music awards. I I don't like award shows, period, because I'm not one of these people that need to feel validated by my peers. But it would have been nice to see see the show. It looked really good. There you have it. So, yeah, the AMA is. Anyway, this week as well saw the release of Malfunction. The unauthorised documentary by New York Times and FX and Hulu. Uh, it was, I originally at the start of the week, I went, I am not watching it because it's going to be a cashing, copy and paste, talking heads, old interview clips. It was about uh, the 2004 Super Bowl where uh, Justin Timberlake ripped off the t- uh, a piece of uh, Janet Jackson's clothing exposing her boob. And uh, it was... Uh, Janet Jackson's got a huge fan following, obviously, on Facebook. And there's a page called Janet Media. And they bootlegged the documentary from America and put it on the pages of Facebook so the international fans could watch it. I watched it. And I said before I watched it, because I said I wasn't going to watch it, and I did. And it was a travesty. It was a cheap cash-in. It's one of those, it was like one of those Britney Spears documentaries. You've seen loads of these documentaries, the ones where Britney doesn't like them. Janet didn't like this one. I heard Janet was against this one. For the fact is, Janet Jackson is dropping her own documentary in January. This was a crude and disgusting cash-in. And it's as simple as that. So you don't need to watch it. You know all what happened with the malfunction and blah, 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 and there's Moonfest and all that. That's all. All of that was common knowledge. You learned nothing new. It was a cheap and nasty cash-in. Don't watch it. Let's wait for January and let's have the official Jan- Janet documentary. Janet in her own words. There's footage in it for home videos. Exclusive. World exclusive. So there you go. Let's wait for that. It's on Lifetime and A&E. And I still, we still do not know who has 
bought the rights for the four-hour documentary because it's, it's in two parts of two hours. So we shall see. But uh, if I had the money, if I win the lottery tonight, it's 137 million, then I will buy the rights for the UK <laughs> and launch my own TV station. There you go. There's the dream. Anyway, so let's wait for January and let's wait for Janet Jackson to drop her documentary in her own words. This is Les Roy Hanley, and this is the Black News Network. <laughs> Something that raised my ire uh, last week, uh, just after I had recorded last week's episode, because we had a lot to talk about. We literally ran out of time last week. And uh, the use of woke. And I may, I think I may have mentioned it last week. I'm not really sure. I've totally forgotten. My mind's gone totally blank. But... Uh, the term people are looking for is politically correct. Political correctness and not woke. It's time to smash the UK right wing's reverse psychology. The word woke should only be used by black African Americans, not UK blacks or Asians. It is their term and not ours. The right wing have been misappropriating the term to strike at the left wing, when in reality, it is now, it is their new racist, racial slur. Let me give you an example. Uh, was it last year or the year before, during the Brits, uh, Stormzy did a medley. And Piers Morgan said, oh, I could have done a medley instead of Stormzy. And underneath, you had some white person tweet, and I quote, because a lot of black artists won that year in the Brits, oh, I bet the woke... We're not upset about the results of the awards ceremony. Now, who are the woke? <laughs> You're describing a race of people as the woke. So this is what I'm saying. Don't use the words black people, black community, black Caribbeans, black UK. Don't use the word woke anymore. It's not your word. It's an American term. It's a bit like Black Friday. Black Friday started in America. Uh, just after Thanksgiving, the companies will, would, would have made the profit for the year and they are in the black. So that's why and out of the red. So they're in profit. So what they used to do is they drop the prices for their patrons. And that's how Black Friday came about. It's an American thing. It's not a UK thing. It's a marketing strategy here. So there you go. So woke. Stop using the word. It's not yours. It's now a racial slur. So when the right use the term the woke, they mean black. When they want to call out the left on their political correctness, they say woke or wokery. It is racist nonsense. They mean black or the N-word. And there you have it. Ten minutes down. So from now on, from this moment forward, any time, any time, any time I see anyone, any white English person use the term woke, I'm going to ask them, do you mean black or do you mean the N-word? Stop using it. You're just being morons. Les Roy Hanley, people. Black News Network. Anyway, moving right along. And we are 
as I just pump up the volume. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's now a bit of a freestyle now for the last 19 minutes. I'm literally going to head to the pages of the Black News Network. Um, and then we're just going to basically scroll through and look at the stories I saved and saved on the Black News Network page on Facebook. as a Black News Network uh, Twitter account at BlackRage51. Join that, follow that. It's a bit dormant. There you go. Let's scroll, let's scroll through. Iman Shrumpert. Shrumpert? Uh, he won uh, Dancing with the Stars, first MBA player to do so. Congratulations to him. Ahmed <laughs> Aubrey, the three US men found guilty of murdering the black jogger. Uh, another funny Pretty Patel story. Uh, as we, as we still, as we seem to be the only, the only news platform that is highlighting the disgraceful, racist, xenophobic Nationality and Borders Bill. Uh, the thing that's raging on mainstream media is the asylum seekers crisis. I don't say migrant. Uh, migrant seems like a like a like a really coarse word. They're people looking for somewhere to live. But here's the thing, people. I've got the front page here. I've, I've been on the train today. That's hence I'm recording this late. And, and the front page of the Metro says, we just want to live like you. So there you go. And uh, yeah, uh, 31 people drowned in the English Channel. And I'm not going to be saying too much about it this week. I'll leave that for the mainstream media, if I'm honest. It's not that I've got no dog in the fight. I just think you're going to hear it again and again and again. And you don't need me going on about it, basically. Uh, you can hear about the migrant or refugee crisis and it going back and forth and all the TV companies with the reporters standing in Dover and all that. I'll leave that to the mainstream media. I don't need to be covering that on a 30-minute podcast when you'll, you'll be hearing it again and again and again. Something I missed last weekend uh, was uh, Pretty Patel's own staff. The civil service thinks the civil service thinks Pretty Patel is a moron. Hell, here's the thing, guys. If you think she's a moron, imagine the person that that gave her the job. Must be a bigger moron than her. I've always. Everyone knows my feelings on uh, Pretty Patel. She's a hateful, nasty, xenophobic, Asian equivalent of Adolf Hitler. She hates black people. And this Nationality and Borders Bill, I keep hearing people like Grant Shapps going, oh, it needs cross-party support. The only reason it needs cross-party support because it's a nasty, racist, hateful piece of legislation. And what Pretty Patel wants to do and the problem with the MPs in Parliament is they never read the legislation they vote on. Because if they did, no one would vote for this piece of legislation because it's nasty, racist, xenophobic and hateful. She wants to remove the citizenship of anybody without telling them and without having it to go to court. Well, migrants and refugees don't have citizenship. So whose citizenship, citizenship will she be removing? blacks and asians it's a power play people and i keep telling you it's time to wake up it's a power play she wants to deport your black and asian asses it's as simple as that 
So there you go. And we'll be keep, and we'll say that and, uh, we'll be, uh, talking about it and hopefully doing some, uh, film bits and pieces on TikTok next week. <laughs> I've been promising myself that for two weeks. Uh, Windrush, Home Office has compensated just 5% of, uh, of the victims. Well, here's the thing, guys. Didn't I tell you? You'd be waiting and waiting and waiting, and the Home Office would be going, oh, we apologise, oh, we'll pay out compensation, and they'll drag their feet and treat you like fools because they don't give a rat's behind. It's as simple as that. The Home Office are racist, Third Reich, <laughs> led by Adolf Patel, Adolf Pretty Patel Hitler, it's as simple as that, people. They're treating you like scum. And there you have it. Anyway, also this week, uh, congratulations to all the black artists who were nominated in the uh, for the Grammys, which is coming up as well. So, uh, yeah, a lot going on. A lot, a lot, a lot going on. Also, this week, I sat down on Wednesday and watched Bruised, uh, the Halle Berry film. I've been talking about ad nauseum. It was good. It was all right. I like the young boy who was a son, uh, David Brook Jr. He didn't say a word through the entire film until the end, and I won't give anything away. Good film. It was all right. It was. It, it was it's not going to change your life. It's just about somebody... Uh, a woman that uh, lost her way, he used to do MMA, and, and uh, she kind of had a meltdown, and and she went back into training. It's not a rocky thing. I won't give away the ending of the match or anything, but it was good. It was good. It was good. It wasn't too hokey. It was good. I enjoyed it. So hats off to Halle Berry. And, uh, yeah, on our direct, I think it's a directorial debut. Directorial debut. So, yeah, congratulations to Halle Berry and all the people involved in the Netflix film Bruised. I enjoyed it. Soundtrack was okay. Listen to the soundtrack. I think it's produced by Carrie B. It was all right. A couple of tracks have stood out. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was what it was. There was 13 tracks on it and, it, and the whole album lasted 33 minutes. That's quite short. But, hey, it is what it is. Anyway, that's Roy Hanley, Black News Network. I'm going to read a quote by Halle Berry in a minute from uh, the Today Show. This is the Today Show, the, the, the Trevor Noah Show. I'll, I'll read it in a minute. I'll come back to that. Here's the thing, people. For 37 years, I've done a hobby I call media. It's a hobby because I don't do it full time. I don't do it for living. I don't get paid. Well, saying I don't get paid to do it, uh, we do now embed this podcast with adverts and the money started to come in for the first ever time in I can't remember I'm making money from a from, from a project which I've done a media project because most I always call myself a community sector media where you're not going to make no money I do it I do it because I enjoy it but I don't know uh black hand media we're not a registered company anymore we probably will re-register next year uh, backhand TV. Uh, we've started to do 
we're working on projects for the next year. Uh, where are we? Got about five weeks left for the end of the year. We're going to put some stuff together for probably launch about February. Uh, we've got a lot to do. Gonna, we're going to be putting in a lot of miles between here and Leicester and other parts of the country. We're going to be shooting content and recording in studios. <clears throat> so we've got a lot going on. So... What was I saying? Yes, 37 years I've been doing this. And I'll tell you what really upsets me. And it may sound frivolous to some of you. But here's the thing. Fake news. And not fake political news, just fake news in general. Let me talk about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. For the past six months, I've not been telling you. I've been saying online, there's been... Lots of rumours about uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, going back to the World Wrestling Entertainment and Wrestling and appearing in November's Survivor Series, which happened last week. Now, for the last six months, I've been saying to some of these uh, wrestling publications, it's not going to happen. Because we looked at Dwayne Johnson's schedule early November he was going to be promoting the worldwide release of Red Notice. Dwayne Johnson received a reported $50 million to do Red Notice, the most expensive film in Netflix history. He got a back-end guarantee. And what a back-end guarantee is, because a film doesn't go... It went to the cinema for a week, but because a film doesn't go to the cinema for the 16 weeks it used to the top stars don't used to get a percentage of the the sin of the gate receipts but with no gate receipts a lot of the streamers especially netflix have created a model what they call a back-end guarantee so they're basically paying uh, a, a film star a big amount of money up front and they call it a back-end guarantee because because they're not going to make uh, a percentage of the uh the gate now at uh, cinemas, gate receipts, the cinema receipts, they, they, they get a big fee. So Dwayne Johnson received $50 million. And then in the latter part of November, he was on his way to Australia to film season two of Young Rock. I've still got to watch season one. I can't warm to it. It looks like just a... It reminds me of, with the flashbacks, Everybody Hates Chris, the Chris Rock vehicle thing. It's similar. And uh, I'm not warming to it. I watched a few, 10 minutes of it and I turned it off. And I was, I'd have been really looking forward to it as well, but never mind. Another story for another day. So, with him being in Australia and the pandemic the way it is, he was never going to fly back to appear at the Survivor Series. It was never going to happen. And he was asked this in a round of press video interviews. And they asked him, would he be wrestling? And they went, no. There's just no, there's no gap in this man's diary. This guy's got film after film. He's got another sequel to one of his hits from early this year. He's got Black Adam coming out. There's lots of stuff he's doing. He's just boom, 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 boom. There's, there's no gap in this man's diary. He may go back to wrestling. I'm not saying he's not going to, but currently it's not in his future. And it's about time these wrestling websites, and a lot of these websites 
anger me because they've got Patreon and they do YouTube and they make thousands and thousands of pounds and you're talking crap. You're talking fake news. And the problem I I have found in the last few years with wrestling, online wrestling magazines is they make it up. It's all rumour, rumour, rumour. There's no factual. Interview somebody... That's factual. But most of them is just rumour, rumour, made up rumour. And they haven't got a clue. And they talk about TV ratings and demographics. We don't need to know the demographics of a show, guys. The only people that need to know the demographic spread of a show is the advertisers who are paying millions of dollars to the TV companies. No ordinary wrestling fan needs to know the demographic spread of, of a television show. Makes no sense. I only check the ratings because I've been doing so for 37 years. <laughs> so there you go. That I had to get off my chest. That's my little public service announcement for a week. Stop reporting fake news. We tell you, we tell you, we tell you. It's not true. He, I said this months ago, and I've been saying it, and I say it on the on the pages as well. It was not going to be at Survivor Series. It's in Australia, and we've known this for six months. So get over yourselves, guys. You're just liars on social media to make money. Just liars. It's time some of you started getting a backbone and some self-respect. You're just liars. And it annoys me because... Uh, uh, Black Hand Media prides itself on factual information. 37 years, baby. I ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. As I keep telling people, from the media analogy, I'm Terence Crawford, I'm Enoye Inui. Pound for pound, baby, because we give you accurate information. That's very handy, people. You know where I am, Black News Network. Okay, this is the Halle Berry quote, and it's from The Daily Show. I keep saying The Tonight Show, that's a different talk show, The Daily Show with uh, Trevor Noah. Uh, Halle Berry's fighting spirit in the film world is part passion, part pushing to see more women like her in leading roles. Here's what she said. One of the big misconceptions was when I won that Oscar, that somehow the script truck just backed up to my door, but no truck came my fight didn't really get any easier. I still had to face that I was a black woman in an industry and there was no real way for me that had been paved. I had to figure that out for myself. There you go, Holly Berry. And that's on the Black News Network page. Also, you had uh, Chuck D, who was uh, talking about defending uh, Travis Scott. You know, the uh, the Astro, was it Astro World Festival thing? He was getting, he's getting blamed for it. And these memes popping up, he's getting blamed for the concert. It wasn't his concert. He wasn't the promoter. That was Live Nation. But everybody jumps on the bandwagon on social media. They don't check the facts. The people you're supposed to be t- uh, terrorizing is not Travis Scott. It's Live Nation. They're the promoter. It was their concert. It was unfortunate that the crush happened during uh, Travis Scott's set, but he's not legally to blame. The 
promoter is, and that's Live Nation. I wish people would just check their facts before uh, internet pile on on the person that's not who's not guilty, who's not the uh, officially the guilty party or legally the, the guilty party. But there you have it. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> it's like that, y'all. Anyway, let's jump across to my company page, uh, Black Hand Media. See, I'm just freestyling now for the last two couple of minutes. Uh, I'll talk about the official number one later, or next week, sorry. And... Basically, I spent the time sharing the podcast, to be honest. So, I think that's about it, really. Oh, yes, I uh, spoke on... I defended Meghan Markle uh, on the Sunday Times comment page. Because everybody keeps going on like she's killed somebody. She's just uh, just getting on with her life in America. And it, it burns you guys. It burns you white media people. Her and Harry are living the best life. It burns you. It absolutely burns you. Anyway, I'm going to finish with a quote. Whenever I hear mention of Antifa or woke culture, I think of Orwell's 1984, where he foresaw that fascists will create an imaginary enemy to keep the people scared and controlled. Don't fall for this. Don't be distracted. Get yourself informed. Read a book. And listen to the Black News Network. I'm Les Roy Handley, people, and I'm out of here.